Best friends don't bully. They speak the truth and go down rabbit holes. All while loving fiercely, finding hope, and seeking truth. So join us as we talk about everything and nothing. And find the truth in the middle. Let's Let's get get into into it. Hi, everybody. We have not recorded an episode in a few weeks. I would just like for you to know the mindset of my co-host because she forgot everything. She said, how do we say hello? How do we count backwards from three to one to press start? It just was a mess. So we've actually just been waiting to press record on this episode for like 30 minutes now. It has not been 30 minutes. All right. It's probably like, it was like two minutes, but it felt like 30 minutes because I couldn't understand what was happening. <laughs> we were just kind of lost there. But anyway, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Happy October. In a perfect world, this episode will be coming out right around Halloween because Steph wanted to talk about Halloween. And so I don't really know. She's going to tell us the why behind it because I really don't know the why behind it. Okay. I just got a text message one night that said, can we record an episode and talk about Halloween? And I was like, absolutely. And so here we are. It's because I had a conversation with a person and we were having the conversation of why do christians celebrate halloween why do christians have trick-or-treat events why do christians do all this if halloween is a satan's holiday type of thing it was a genuine question and i was like you know that's a great question because like i don't fully understand it but i feel like like i had a really good conversation with this person and then because you know I don't know why you're laughing. Because you just keep saying this person. Like, who else are you talking to but people? <laughs> go ahead. You just like keep saying this person. No, like, <laughs> people. We all talk to people. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad, my bad. But it's not multiple people. It was one specific person. So then it would just be I had a conversation. We all know that it's with a person. Because <laughs> that's the only option. The only option. Okay. Because we have not actually spoken okay. to I had a conversation. Yet. Basically... And then, like, we had that conversation, and then, because, you know, our phones are listening to us, I started to get all of, like, the Instagram videos of, like, people bashing, like, Halloween Christians, that's what they were calling them. And then the opposite of, like, why it's... I guess so. I don't know. I just... My feed became full of that, that whole conversation of christians celebrating versus not celebrating so i asked Brittany if we wanted to talk about it and she got very excited i don't know why she got so excited but she got excited and so here we are you um, know i get excited to talk about anything controversial <laughs> anything that's like eh, where do we land on this sign me up let's talk about it <laughs> which we started to have this conversation last night yes it was like what 10 30 11 30 at night it was and i and you were like let's just record this now and i was like nah let's not and then we stayed up for another hour and a half after that but it's fine but we didn't talk about it no we didn't we talked about a bunch of other stuff because <laughs> i was already half asleep poor jen <laughs> stop anyway anyways so Brittany, what is your stance and why? Okay, let me preface this by saying I am not anti-Halloween. I don't care about Halloween one way or the other. I never, I grew up in a home where we never celebrated it, but my parents also never did anything as like an alternative to, like a lot of 
I see a lot of people do like, we're not going to celebrate Halloween because we don't believe in it, but we're going to do something as close to celebrating that so that our kids don't feel left out, but not that exact thing. I don't understand that mentality, but we just never did anything. It was just another day. Like sometimes our parents would be like, all right, let's go, let's go bowling tonight, which wasn't abnormal for us because we would go bowling or let's go to the, the roller skating rink. And that wasn't abnormal because we would do those things. And so we just kind of just went about a regular day. It was just, it was what it was. Um, so like to see people celebrate it, especially like as we're adults and people like have these Halloween parties, I'm just like, hmm. I just don't understand it. I don't judge it. I don't understand it. I don't think that celebrating Halloween is the difference maker between someone going to heaven and someone burning in hell. So those people that are on those extremes, I don't think that it is that important to Jesus. I don't think that it's not important, but I don't think that he's like, this is it. This is a black or white. This is it. You celebrate this and all of a sudden you're gone. Don't even think about crossing the pearly gates because yeah. you're never making it. I don't think it's one of those things. I think it's, I think it comes down to potentially like just a conviction thing. Like if you feel like for your family, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. It doesn't mean that other people who do do it are bad or wrong. They just feel differently for their family. And that's totally okay. I don't, that's my stance on it. Now, if we want to get a little deeper than that, I do have a deeper thought process about it. And that is, I don't understand. I didn't realize I felt this strongly about it until vegans started to become very popular. Tell me about veganism, I, Brittany. You know, if you are a vegan, amen. It is a hard journey and a hard lifestyle to live. I do not judge it. I will never do it. It just is what it is. I tried it once for like two weeks and I was like, never again will I do this. It was just too challenging. However, people that are vegans, live your, live your life. Do your thing. Have your morals, your standards when it comes to all those things and whatever. I do get irritated when vegans, though, say, I don't want to eat meat because it's bad. It harms society. Da, 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 da. And all of a sudden they're trying to turn cauliflower into chicken wings. <laughs> what are you doing? Like you said, you don't want to do it for whatever reason you have. Why are you creating something that imitates the very thing that you want to say that you think is wrong? Eat the chicken. If you want to create imitation chicken, just eat the chicken. Then you don't have to pretend. That drives me insane. I feel like... People that sell that create alternatives to celebrating Halloween. So you celebrate Halloween, cool. These churches that do trunk or treat nights, I personally feel as though that's a dangerous idea because it creates a slippery slope of thought process. Like it's telling kids, we don't agree with it here, but we will agree with it here if it looks this way and that way, which just is an opportunity for people to try to figure out how to manipulate truth or wrong to get as close to doing the wrong thing without actually doing the wrong thing. And then we wonder why our kids are making these horrible decisions because we're teaching them how to do it by letting them dress up like Bluey in a church parking lot and go from trunk to trunk and grab candy and then leave. Also, that is who decided that? Who said, let's transform trunks and pass out candy to children? Who said that? It's safe in a church parking lot, but it's safe nowhere else. Kind of That's just dangerous. But I just, I do think it's a very slippery slope. Like, it's like, we don't agree with this. We're not going to do Halloween. We're not going to do this for whatever reason, but we will still dress up and we will still go around and get candy from people and you can still collect candy and it'll still be on the day before the day after Halloween. And it's not Halloween though. It is. You're celebrating Halloween. You're just doing it on a different day than everybody else in your community is. You're celebrating Halloween. Just say you're celebrating Halloween. It's not the end of the world. That's my stance on it. 
Also, vegan. Like, what is with the cauliflower? You and your the cauliflower chicken wing thing has been like a pet peeve of yours for like a so few long. years. It's so long. Also, and you get so angry every time it comes up in conversation. I don't understand it. If you aren't eating chicken because you think that it's wrong to society, you think that it's wrong environmentally or whatever your stance is, why are you trying to take something that is not harmful to make it look like something that is harmful so that you get the same feeling as eating the harmful thing, but your conscience is clear? Okay. That is the dumbest. That's basically like hiring a hitman. I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to hire somebody to kill you. In oh. result, I just my hands are clean. My gosh, what? you just went there. <laughs> Talk about an extreme. That's but okay. But it's the slippery slope, though. That's the slippery slope that we create when we do that. But let's look at it in the sense of like, from the perspective of like us doing that with sin in general. Like exactly. you said before, it's like I'm it's not just supposed crazy to drink. To think about that, right? But I'm gonna come up with an alternative that makes me feel better but still quenches that thirst for that thing that I want that yes. I know is wrong. So we are creating a loophole for people to sin. So then we wonder why our kids say, I know I'm not supposed to drink because I'm not 21, but I'm at this parent's house and they said that they're going to give us a sip of this or we can taste this, but we're going to be in the house and so we're not going to drink and they're going to be supervised. So that makes it okay. No, it's still wrong. You don't meet any of the qualifications to do it. You are not 21. You do not have ID. That should not be happening. Or people who are just like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to smoke weed, but I'm going to get a medicinal marijuana card, even though I have no reason to medically smoke it, but I want to smoke it. So if I get a medical card, it makes it okay. And it takes away the guilt and it takes away the legality of it. And so then technically I am permitted to do something. What? Just do it. Just do it. Do the wrong thing. Just do the wrong thing. Do you think that that makes a difference? If our heart is that we still want to do that, the worst thing but we substitute it with something that still just makes you feel better about doing it does it make a difference with what with god absolutely yeah like i don't think so do you still think like is it still considered sin i feel like at that point it's two sins interesting i feel like it's two sins because it's this this it's the sin of the heart of i really want to do this but i know that god is saying not to because his word says not to or because i'm convicted and God's like, this is not for you. Don't do this. And so then now I'm going to manipulate my conviction and try to manipulate the truth of God to get what I want to still be able to do the wrong thing. It's just not as wrong, but it's wrong is wrong. There's no degrees of wrong. Wrong is wrong. Okay. But so going back <laughs> to the Halloween thing, my family growing up, we never celebrated Halloween. We knew it was a thing. Um, but our parents would pull us out of school and normally we would also go bowling. Like, okay, the afternoon is when everyone has their Halloween parties. We're going to pull you from school. We're going to go bowling as a family. Um, growing up, I could care less. Like it wasn't a thought either way. I was still getting the candy because I was at school in the morning. So they would give us all the snacks and all the food. They also sell that stuff year round. Like you can buy any of the other... 364 days of the year you can always get chocolate you can always get it it's not just only on halloween it's like but it's such a large amount of chocolate or candy at once they sell large amounts that's at the, store. the excitement for children you can buy large amounts at the store but people don't, don't normally let their kids eat it so then why like that. 
It's just a day of indulgence. That's I all. Have, okay, I have a question. I have a question. And I'm going to let you get back on it. I just have a quick question. Okay. Parents don't let their children eat so much candy at one time. Why? Because it's not healthy. It creates cavities. It doesn't show good self-control. It doesn't show like good nourishment. It shouldn't be something they do. But on one day of the year, we say, eat all you want. Get all the candy you want. There's no such thing as a limit. There's no such thing as self-control. And I'm going to let you eat a few pieces at a time here, there, and third. We've already implanted and said, I know that I say that the other 364 days of the year, we don't do these things and this is not okay. But on one day, you're allowed to. That's where cheat days come into play, right? You're going to live healthy, but I'm going to have a cheat day. Why? Just live healthy or don't live healthy. Or just do it in moderation. Or do it, right. Make low adjustments and tweaks to the way that your body can handle it. But don't starve yourself from something because when you do that, you have a greater desire to want to do it. And so then when you do it, you go buck wild and you lose your mind. Or you're just living life waiting for that cheat day. Right. What is life? What is that? Was that a question? Where was your question in that? I don't think I had a question. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think I, I I did have I you thought had I had a question. one. I thought I had one and I didn't. Oh no 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 I do I do remember. I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I remember now. Your parents would take you out of school on Halloween because they didn't want you to be part of the Halloween parties at school. Yeah, interesting. I didn't go to school, so there was no taking me out of school on Halloween. I was. Yeah, I know that wouldn't do anything, right? But if I was ever someplace where my parents' stance has always been. If I'm remembering correctly, right? And memories get a little hazy, but if I'm remembering correctly, it's always been if we are in a place or a space where somebody is acknowledging something that we don't agree in, don't agree with, or we don't typically engage in, right? Mm-hmm. So like if we're at a kid's birthday party and it happens just to be a costume Halloween party or whatever, we would go and we would be able to participate because we were still kids, yeah. right? And we wanted to go to the birthday party. So my mom was like, okay, you can go to the birthday party. You can do that. But it was like, you have the option. So if you decide, like, if you're going someplace and they're celebrate, they're giving out candy for Halloween, you want the candy, you can say, okay, thank you so much. Just know that we don't celebrate that, but you're not going to be disrespectful to something else that somebody else believes in. Yeah. And I do think that that was like a beneficial thing to learn at such a young age of like, I don't live like this, but thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but also no, thank you. You know what I mean? So the only, like, and I don't have this memory, but you know, your family remembers things you did when you were young and they don't let you forget these things. Oh yeah. So like, I don't have any memories of like asking why or anything, mm-hmm. but I do know that like when I was in kindergarten and it was the first time they've ever pulled me out. Cause it was my first year in school. Um, I went back to school and basically told all the children in my class that they were going to hell because they celebrated Halloween. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I would expect nothing less of a kindergartner. I'm going to be honest. It's I would expect nothing less. To do. I would expect yeah. that. Here's my issue. People do that at five and they still do it at 35 and they still do it at 40. Okay, but here's What are y'all thing. doing? I like, yes, I look at that and I go, okay, I was five. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my mother probably got called because she worked in the school where I yep. was. So I'm sure there was a conversation. There was a follow-up conversation. I'm sure there was. All the things. Yeah. Um... But I think it is important if, like, you're going to do that for your family, like, to make sure you explain it in a way that doesn't make it look like everyone else is going to hell. Like, the way that your family did it is perfect because they were like, yeah. we're going to be respectful. And that's just it. Like, you I leave it think... out of respect and not a make it a heaven or a hell right. situation. I will say, though, I when I hear that story that you just shared about you being a kindergartner and telling all the 
other kindergartners that they're going to hell and they're probably just like, I was Cinderella. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right? There's a whole mess. I mean, confusion. realistically, what kindergartner even knows about hell? Dude, what the hell? Is, like, what the hell? <laughs> Look at you swearing. Calm down. <laughs> no, like, calm the- down. <laughs> Not that deep. My words are all confuzzled. Okay. I just, like, I don't know a five-year-old outside of, like, the church kid who does nothing but is in church all the time, who understands and knows what hell is and knows what heaven is. Like, unless, I feel like unless your parents are solidified in the church, you don't really know what that is at five years old. I'm going to have to think on that. I don't know, like I like I, think, I grew up in the church, and I don't know that at five I fully under. Obviously, I didn't fully understand it. We still don't fully understand it. Um, like I, I understand the place. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> your your eyes right now. My face was like, okay, pause. We just need to acknowledge something. Heaven is real. No, and so does I'm just saying. Hell. Like, there's always going to be questions when it comes yes, to. I okay. I'm with you now. We're that. tracking. Like, we don't We're know tracking. everything in my right. brain. We're tracking. It's like, so the five-year-old, like, the five-year-old understanding is just like, okay, there's a heaven and there's a hell. We want to go to heaven. I Heaven is good. Hell is bad. We want to be good. I applaud that in a sense of this. To me, I, all I hear is a five-year-old that is very strong and secure in what it is that they believe at that age to be confident to tell somebody you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I know we're five and I know I'm about to sit here and eat this paste and somebody else is going to steal somebody's crowns and they're going to oh have a complete God. meltdown. But what I can confidently say, y'all doing it wrong. <laughs> Me and Jesus, we got it right. I think that's, that's a sweet thing. Now, I mean, yeah, it should have been like, we believe these things, but we don't tell other people. We don't make other people feel bad because they don't know. Right. And that was probably the follow up conversation that your parents had with you in some capacity. Yeah, probably. But, you know, I, I think that's a that's a sweet thing. OK, but then here's the thing is we went through that phase to then our church was doing a harvest party. What's a harvest party? It is basically just a fall event. And I put that in air quotes, fall okay. event. Fall event. Um, and it basically is an alternative to Halloween. It's a before or after so, Halloween. It was on, it would be on Halloween night to provide (laughs) something else for families to do so that they didn't have to trick or treat. Would people dress up? No. Would they get candy? Okay. In the beginning, they didn't dress up. Oh gosh. In the beginning. (laughs) In the beginning, we didn't dress up. It was legit just a fall type of party where it was like free apple cider. Okay. You had pumpkin games. You had like carnival. Okay fallish types of games held at the church Mm -hmm. not in the parking well i guess in the parking lot and in the actual building okay but it started as that and then like i feel like a year or two into that it transitioned to dressing up but as bible characters I'm getting so stressed right now. Just I'm visualizing. And this I'm, is why this is why I love this conversation. I'm getting so bothered just because visualizing this. I love telling you about my life when okay. you get stressed. Because Can I? I just need to make a disclaimer really quick. I just need to make a disclaimer for our okay. listeners and for you. I've never celebrated Halloween a day in my life. I have never done a harvest party before a day in my life. I've never participated in truck or treat before a day in my life. All of these things that we are talking about are foreign concepts to me that make no sense. But they make no sense to me as a 35-year-old Christian. 
why are we doing these things? <laughs> we're not going to celebrate Halloween. And so we're going to create a space for families to do something alternative. Okay. I get that. That makes sense, right? To create something as alternative. Okay. That makes sense in the sense of let's give parents a safe place that they say, I don't want to do Halloween, but I don't know what I want to do. And so the church has here something to do. Makes sense. I get that. Okay. We're tracking with that. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. But then we transform it. So now we're going to dress up like Bible characters. You're celebrating Halloween inside the church. You are saying, hey, God, we're celebrating Halloween, but we're not going to call it Halloween. And so here we are. But hey, we're dressing up as Moses. But we're dressing up like so Moses. So it's all good. Jesus did not ask us to do that. I'd never dressed up as Moses. I would hope not you're a woman. I dressed up as the little kid with the, the fish and the loaves of bread. Okay. Time out. Um, time <laughs> out. Time <laughs> out. So you never dressed up. You never dressed up as as like what you're character of your gender like you couldn't choose what the dress up it was assigned to you no it wasn't so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna attend a mandatory christian halloween party Look. i'm gonna begin to decide my costume <laughs> i'm a girl but i'm gonna be a little boy with the lows what Stop. that's what you're that's what you just said that is what you were saying right now <laughs> that is what you were saying i just need us to acknowledge that i don't that. know where my head was at i was like i don't know 11 12 my issue is not with you as a child <laughs> my issue is with the adults that said you're a child and so we're going to do this <laughs> pretend to be a little boy at christian halloween night at the church because we don't want you to celebrate halloween what kind of sense does that make there's there are layers of flaws in that logic <laughs> layers of flaws but like <laughs> layers of flaws okay but also like there are a lot a whole lot more man characters in the bible than female characters and so you have 150 esters why, why is it? I don't want to be an Esther. Be a Ruth. At that age in my life, I wanted nothing to do with beauty and the idea of beauty. Can we just, never mind, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. We can talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> I just have a controversial thought about Esther and I just. Oh gosh. <laughs> I just need to discuss it at some point. I just, I feel like. I mean, Esther was essentially a prostitute. Can we just say that? Can we just say that? Can we just why, say why you gotta do that? I'm sorry, I could not say it. We could have it cut out later. I just say No, was, I mean we don't we're not gonna cut it out. This she is was, part of our, our thing. She was we, bought. She was forced though. She, she was bought, right. She was bought. I'm not saying she chose to do it. People get sold in prostitution every day. Sex trafficking. I'm not saying she So why so you calling sex trafficking victims prostitutes now? No, not at all. Here's Brittany, the thing though. You gotta use your words carefully, right? Hold on, now. I am. Let me explain it. Let me explain it. She got bought. Okay. She got bought. She didn't choose that. It happened. Okay. Unfortunately. And then she decided to manipulate her beauty to get what she wanted. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> we doing a little much here. How? Tell the, me. A- the outcome was the outcome was what needed to be the outcome. I'm just saying, I'm just saying this. I'm just saying this. Let me say this. Let me reverse my words a little bit. Let me say this. Where is that? Where where do you see manipulation? She manipulated. How she knew that she was the most beautiful woman in the world. She knew. Did she know that though? She did. She did, and she knew. Pull up a scripture that she wasn't going to have sex. Show with this, me where she was going to have sex with this man. Okay, everybody knew they were going to have sex with that man. But that's she, the whole purpose of you getting bought. She delayed it to get what she wanted. Did she? What are you doing? I, I think we should reread 
All right, we'll cut this out of the podcast. And then no, we'll, we can leave it. No, 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 no. we're gonna cut out the podcast because I'm, I'm just, it, it's a controversial thought. It's just a thought. I think, I don't, it, I don't think it was the wrong. The purpose of our podcast is to have these raw, unfiltered conversations. We can have this raw, unfiltered conversation after so, I reread like, the scripture to make sure that I'm right. I'm just saying it, it just anyway. That's, but that's how your brain works. But now, so that's what I'm just saying. We, we should leave this in. I say this to say. This is what I say this to say. I say this to say. There are things that we judge people for so much that happened today, that happened back in biblical times, that happened for a reason, that we get so surprised that it's happening right now. Just because the reason and the purpose and the and got distorted, and it's now the most perverse angle of things. People don't choose those things for their minds. Why do we? She didn't choose that life for herself. She was bought into it. A lot of people who are out there, prostitutes, selling their bodies, doing a bunch of things, they didn't choose that for themselves. Nobody, nobody is born <laughs> and on, on career day in 12th grade or 12 years old. What do you want to be? And they go, hey, hey, me. Prostitute. Me. Hi. So um, <laughs> my name is Jane. Um, and I know I'm 12 years old and then I'm in the sixth grade. And I just, I love the sixth grade. I just love it. It's so much fun. And um, we're going to talk about what we want to be today. And I just want you guys to know, I want to be a prostitute. I want to be degraded and I want my physical appearance to be subjective. And I want people to pay me to do these unthinkable things because at 12 years old, that is what I've decided. Nobody does that. Why do we have lack of compassion for people that that's their lifestyle? Because we're human. Well, I need us to human better. <laughs> Oh, we all we all need us to human, human better. better. Cause I, I mean, I agree. I think here's the thing. You said I es- that, you said Esther, and I just I mean this whole tale. Like she didn't choose the life that she but, had. But yeah, like we got on this Esther thing because you just said you want to. So why don't all the girls dress up like Esther? <laughs> so you want the the girls to dress up like Esther, who is basically a prostitute, but not a prostitute. If we're going she didn't to do be a prostitute, if we're going the, to do the it last, right, like ten minutes is. <laughs> If we're going to do it right, do it right. Oh my God. If we're going to do it right, there should be at least 10 girls that show up to harvest night dressed up like the woman at the well. If we're going to do it right, do it right. So we're going to do the wrong thing and manipulate it and try to pass it off as a good thing and then not even do it right? What kind of sense does that make? That's dumb on top of dumb on top of dumb. I agree. If my kid says, I'm going to harvest night and I'm going to be like, okay, we got to find a new church because I don't know why we're going to church and harvest night. And she goes, well, how am I dressed up? You're going to dress up as the woman at the well. That's what you're going to wear. You're going to be the woman at the will. Go figure that out. Don't come to me saying you want to be Esther. You want to be Ruth. You, you either be Jezebel or you can be woman of the will. You get to Why choose. Why Jezebel? You get to choose which one. <laughs> because we know that I have a point to prove. <laughs> a point to prove. So we're going to talk about identity. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things. And they're going to figure it out. That's true. Like, I'm you Jezebel. You let me tell you my yeah, Let me tell you my story. And my mom said this, that, and the third. But also like... Can I get some candy? Hey, my name is Rahab. <laughs> hey. Hey, no, I wasn't supposed to dress up like this. You guys gave me an option. You said I could either be like Esther or I could be Ruth or I could be Mary, but I didn't want that. And so, hi, I'm Jezebel. <laughs> Where? I, Let's have a good time. I swear if you ever open a church, I want there to be some kind of event. <laughs> I know there won't be because it's you. For people to dress up like that. But like, could you imagine like a harvest party or a Halloween alternative Mm. where everyone is dressing up like these Bible characters? Like realistically, instead of it being like, let's look at the people who, you know, 
seem to be so high and mighty in the Bible. Let's look at them. And focus on the good parts of them. Because they were all a hot mess. We've all seen the, the like, graphic that goes around, like, David was a murderer. This person was depressed. This was, person was David like, not a murderer. What was David not a murderer? That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> just think. But but when you when you hear the word David, nobody is naming their kid David because David murdered someone. They're naming their kid David because David had a heart after God's own heart. He did. You know what else? He had a heart after women. He had a heart after murder, <laughs> money, sex. Oh my God. He probably did a little bit of old school drugs back then. Like David was like. I'm going to live my best life, but I also love Jesus, but I'm going to live my best life. And also I'm going to lose everything, but I'm going to live my best life because I love Jesus. But also Jezebel, you looking fine. I need you, shorty. What? <laughs> hey, here, this is my thing. This is my thing. This is, this is so, this is such a, such a chaotic episode. Here's, here's my thing. This is what I would say. And I, I have felt this way my entire life that I can remember. I don't like that we read the Bible and try to make it pretty because it's not. I don't think everybody tries to make the no, Bible pretty. No, but a lot of people are just like, there, there's a there's a romantic nature that people try to use there of is. like the fairy tale that has a happy ending and the Hallmark movie perception of the Bible, which is fine because it does have a happy ending, right? At the end, when Jesus blows the trumpet, it, hopefully we're on the right side of things, right? And we get to go to heaven and we don't have to live down here in the left behind world that scarred everybody's spiritual health for years I, to come. I want to rewatch that right? movie. Never again. I read the books and I got terrified. Couldn't even read all of them. I freaked out. My best friend will, she it is her biggest fear and not because she doesn't live her life right and not because she's not a Christian, but when those books came out, we read them as kids and it was the most terrifying thing. The movies were terrifying. Yeah. The books, even more so. Like I think I read the all, books then had to watch the movie after. It, it was too much. Like it was too much. But I say that to say this, I from Left Behind series. We like to like make people feel good about the Bible. And I was just talking to um, two good friends about this earlier this week. I like to make the people feel good about the Bible. And the reality is the Old Testament is the definition of that meme that was going around last year. F around and find out. That's the type of time Jesus was on. Oh my God. He was on that time. Lot. Look, but Lot, here's the Lot, thing. Lot and his wife. All right, because I'm going to let y'all go. No, like I'm going to let y'all go. Do not turn around. Do not turn around. Lot's wife. Pillar of salt? <laughs> you couldn't just make her blind? Pillar of salt? You were just like, I told you not to turn around, and now you're just not going to be able to see out your left eye because you looked over your left shoulder. No. Pillar of salt. <laughs> and then Lon, his, his kids are like, all right, we got to keep going. Let's not look around. But like, where's mom at? Oh, she's not coming. Oh, God. She turned around. And when I get to safety, you're like, there she goes right there. She's got pillar of salt. That What? I can't. <laughs> we could have just gently be like, all right, I asked you not to, and you did it. But let me show. It was like you really think damn. they just kept walking and like I would have. God told me not to turn around. I don't care no, what happens. You want to do like a little like backwards walk to see where she went? Not at I all. would in a heartbeat. Not be, at all. My feet would be shuffling backwards while I stare forward. Not at all. Oh, Jesus said, "Go." I'm going. I don't care who gets left behind. But what if they were like holding hands and he felt her just? And I'm just gonna go. Sucks to be our God. We'll deal with this grief once we get to the once we get to safety. Oh my God! I guess you're gonna help me walk through this grief journey because this is gonna be traumatic <laughs> as ever. Because man, I'm holding her hand. All of a sudden, it's like, well, why did why my hand dusty? You wouldn't be doing like a moonwalk backwards just to nope. say, oh, what is that? Oh, nope. 
How, then how, how do we know that it was a pillar of salt? Because God did not tell me <laughs> if anybody turns around and anything happens to them, I want you to moonwalk backwards <laughs> to say it so that you know. Jesus said, do not turn around. Backwards is just a way to manipulate turning around. Oh, gosh. Walking backwards is just a way to manipulate turning around. I'm not doing it. No, I don't care who you are. Hmm. If he was my child. Did sorry, he say Jimmy. don't turn around or did he say not look back? Feel like they're the same thing. They're not the same thing. Don't look back. Turning around is a, a full body action of walking towards that direction. Looking back is your body still positioned this is, I don't forward, but your your head turns. Okay, we're getting into semantics, but that's okay. We can journey down the word, world. You of know, I'm a semantics. I know. Here's the thing: because Words when I have meanings, when I hear "turn around," I don't mean I don't hear or visual. <laughs> you were so annoyed. <laughs> when I have been trying so hard to hold that in, though. Right? Do you need to keep going? It's fine. <laughs> turn around no i'm good okay i was just i'll honor that i'll give you space for that i will i'll give you space for that i know you would i'm not gonna be the first one of us to sing on the podcast you just did that was like two words it's more than i've done is it though it really is i don't know i feel like you've started something in some of the edits in some of the edits no it's drastically different but like and what's actually been put forth to the people yeah this this never happened oh well congratulations world thank you so much I'm really happy, guys, because I sing about the dumbest <laughs> things. I started singing last night. Oh, my God. I was singing this morning while I was eating my breakfast sandwich. <laughs> and you were dancing. <laughs> you were doing the I was so happy. <laughs> it was nothing but carbs and grease, but I was so happy. <laughs> anyway, when I hear, okay, and you're right. I guess it depends on translation that you read. When I hear don't turn around, I don't, I don't think your physical body is turning. I think you're walking and you turn your head and you look back, which is look back. But I, I, the, the, they both, yeah. they're the same. I, in my mind, I hear them interchangeably. It's like the same thing. See, and I feel like they're completely different actions. Either way, homie's wife did not follow the command. Whatever the command was, <laughs> it said, do not do this. Okay. Like that was but the also, meaning. Do not do this. And she why was do like, we not, why do not, why can't we dress up like her then? In these moments. You want your kid to be a statue, just, be a statue. If you want to be like, the epitome and the individual yeah. representation of disobedience. I'm Lot's wife on the pillar of salt. I'm Lot's wife. I turned around. Just kind of accurate for how I, I act with my parents. God. I disobey God. And I also disobey my parents because my parents say don't do this and I do it anyway. So they said, if you want to go to Harvest Party, that's what you got dressed like. So hi, I'm, I'm Lot's wife. I'm just staying, oh staying here. I know I'm leaving dust with me everywhere I go, but it's just, it's just okay. salt. But back to the Halloween subject. After getting off the Esther topic and all the things, we went from Harvest Parties to dressing up for Harvest Parties to what they called the Light the Night, where we would have like different host homes in our church throughout mm-hmm. the community, handing out candy, hot chocolate, having yard games and the whole purpose of that was to like try and create community with the people who were out that night it's a very interesting like hey can i offer you prayer type of thing or and there was a time frame where us as teenagers would go and hand out tracks um at the corner this is so (laughs) traumatic for me to listen to like i'm i'm having challenges right now this is why i need to tell you the whole story go ahead we can't finish this in the episode because i need your reactions Uh, you do if you don't need them you want them it's fine here we are (laughs) 
because these are like I think it's just I like I say all that though to say that I think that <laughs> it's been a thing for years that the church has slowly been learning to accept Halloween. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I visually, right? Like, that was the longest there's ever been a pause. I know. Cause I, while I we're like, recording. why? There are some things when people say things, I visualize it as it's happening to make sure that I'm, I'm understanding, right? Of like, okay, this is what that looked like. You so want I'm, me to draw you a timeline? No, no, no. I don't need a timeline. Okay. I'm, I'm about to d- describe an illustration. I'm about to create an illustration. Okay. I do it sometimes. I sometimes do it with my students too at work and I'm just like, what? And I'm like, so you were there. He, why would y'all do that? oh my god stupid anyway so i'm just imagining a family and it's like it's thursday night or whatever night of the week in harrisburg it was always thursday night whatever night of the week everybody trick-or-treats right everybody goes out trick-or-treating you turn your lights on if you got candy turn your lights Mm -hmm. off if you're not nobody's coming to get your candy from your house or whatever okay cool and then you just have like a, a family that's like you know they've had a rough week mom and dad just been going through some stuff and it's halloween's the one night that it's like, all right, we're going to all be together as a family and we're going to do this. It's going to be fun. Mom and dad are finally getting along. You got like an eight-year-old who's just like, I don't want to be Batman. <laughs> and I want all the sugar. Ah! Right? And then you knock on the door <laughs> that has a light on and somebody opens it and they just said, I'm going to give you candy, but I'm also going to tell you your internal damnation is, is in your future. If you don't stop and pray with me right now to find Jesus. If I'm a kid, <laughs> I'm fighting y'all when I get older. <laughs> Why would y'all do that? That is, that is so wild. Or even, even if like everything is fine and like parents are happy, kids are happy, everybody's thriving. I'm knocking your door. Trick or treat. I want some candy. You need to know Jesus right now. Let me pray for you. Oh my God. I'm fine. Okay. But what about this? Jesus is in my class. My church never did this growing up, but there were churches that did the whole like, was it called heaven's gates and hell? Oh my gosh. Stephanie. Uh, but here's the Stephanie. Is that not just a live action version of what we watched with Left Behind? That in a that, different sense to still just scare you? That into saying, yeah, Jesus come into my heart because I want to go to heaven. I want to sue people who do did we, that. Do we not think that our culture today and our generation that has left the church in massive amounts right we're fleeing i'm not fleeing but people are like yeah our generation i'm still still with jesus our generation is like fully running away from god for the most part we how do we not look back and say well most of us were scared into believing can i tell you a story and then not there was no discipleship can i tell you a story yeah go for it i'm sorry i just had i just no you're right you're so right my story connects to what you're saying it's, it's one of the rare times where you told a story and what i'm ready to say matches perfectly oh wow sometimes you say something i just like the whole answer thing right we just sometimes jump off. most of the time it's okay go ahead tell your i mean like 75 25 but it is what it is right it is what it is 75 is still most it is what it is i like to think that numbers are hard and so in my reality 25 is greater than 75 but it is what oh it is God. here we are okay so here's tell the story. thing i was i was used to be part of i used to do musical theater um because my <laughs> i was homeschooled my parents thought like i I was so antisocial, which I was. And they were just like, she's never gonna be French. She's not gonna be normal people. And But also you would be great at theater. Here's the thing. Let's, they decided to say she's awkward. She needs to make friends. She needs to be active. We're gonna put her in Christian musical theater. Why did you think that was gonna help? <laughs> Christian musical theater? Like what? Anyway, I did it. I loved it. 
I wasn't good at it because we know I can't sing, but I loved it. I had so much fun. So the, it was youth, um, Harrisburg Youth for Christ. And so they did this like harvest thing. It's the only time I, I asked to do something like this. I was like, well, like dad, like everybody's going out and it's like on a farm and there's like a corn maze. You get all these things like, can I go? And everybody, yeah. like, if you want to go to a corn maze, that's fine. And I was like, cool. And my dad was like, you want to go walk through corn and get lost and then find yourself in the middle of the dark? And I was like, dad, my friends are going. It sounds like a lot of fun. That's such a wrong question. And Ron was like, sounds like fun. Okay. You sounds can go. like death. So I went and they're like, there was like this like haunted house thing, but it was like, you know, like, is this where you know? your, your fear of haunted houses started? No, I've always been scared of the dark. Okay. I've always been scared of these things. I didn't know this thing was there. Cause I'm thinking I'm gonna go drink apple cider, which I hate apple cider. And I'm going to go, you know, do a little pumpkin thing and all these different things. And it's going to be fun. I didn't know it was there. So like, everybody's like, you should go through this. I went through this. I'm like 12 years old. Okay. Brittany has been walking with Jesus since she was like eight. All right. I know that if I died that night, I'm going to Jesus. All right. <laughs> He's probably going to ask me like, why weren't you kinder to your siblings, Brittany? Like that you should have done that. Okay, cool. My bad. I apologize for that. I will be better to them when they get here. <laughs> Oh but cool God. right like I I just I knew <laughs> my salvation was secure and I knew where I was at and I they did that have hell's gates heavens heaven's gates hell's whatever it's called heaven and hell experience and I walked through this and I'm like what the frick did I just walk through and I wasn't like scared but I was like what the hell is happening what is this and everybody comes out and there's some people who went with us that weren't saying they were just like I just want to know Jesus and I was like you went through that and it said you want to know Jesus I'm so confused. And then he did an altar call and I'm like, I don't, I don't know that Jesus wants y'all. I mean, he does want y'all. I don't know what's happening. It was awful. It was an awful experience. And for like 30 seconds, I thought to myself, am I not saved because I didn't have to go through this experience to find Jesus? Like 30 seconds. And then afterwards I was, Jesus was like, are you serious? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. G. No, we good. We good. I just, sorry. I was 12 for a second. I apologize. I'll oh be back God. to being spiritually mature again. I was 12. Oh my gosh. That is, I've never been to one of those. I've heard people describe them. And pre-transplant me. And it's needed for context. I've heard people describe their experience to, to those things, through those things. And I have cried for them. Pre-transplant, you cried that's, for That's them. why the pre-transplant was, wow. was, was relevant, right? It was needed. Wow. I cried for them because you literally thought, okay, I'm going to go to this church. I'm going to do this haunted house. It's going to be fun. And they literally traumatized you visually and emotionally and most importantly, yeah. spiritually. Look, to say teenagers went to home say, crying. To say, Jesus loves you. To close their eyes at night. Jesus loves you. We know we had you walk through an abortion wall, but room, but Jesus loves you. Oh my God. We know that we had you walk through hell and demons and all this stuff. Jesus loves you. What? <laughs> Nothing about that is Jesus's love. Like I cried for people who shared their experiences with me about that. That is so sad. And I just need, I, I need humans to human better, but I need Christians to, to believe better. Cause like we some toxic people, our red flag as Christians is that we're Christians. Oh my God. That's our red flag. It's awful. It makes no sense to me. You really just said our red flag is Christians. It is. Okay, no. I, I, okay, I, hold on. I 100%. Our red flags are our identity to being Christians. Not being a Christian itself and not living it out. It's the way that we connect 
to our identity. It's the way that people say they're a Christian, and it's just, but not actually live it out. Can you just live? Just live. No, I feel that because I've been <laughs> in situations before where I've been judged solely based on the fact that they knew I was Christian or solely based on the fact that they saw a cross necklace. Mm-hmm. Like, because they automatically assumed that I was going to be a certain way and mm-hmm. feel a certain way. And then they were genuinely shocked when I was like, no, you're cool. We good. Like, and they were like, oh, I didn't think I was going to like you at first. I don't like, tell people. And I don't tell people. In any space I go unless to. Unless it comes up. Like, it will, like, there are times that it comes up, like, just in conversation mm-hmm. about life because it, it's part of who you are. And there's just, if someone says, hey, what did you do on Sunday morning? I went to church. That don't I mean you were church. Christian, though. Just went to church. You just visited the building like people visit them all. Yeah. No, but I think that once they know that, then they automatically look at you differently. Unless you're, like, down south a little more like I am. This is almost normal for everybody to go to church. You live in the south? Apparently. Who knew? Oh, wow. How do you know that? I guess it's, like, right on the line. I guess I gotta come visit you, man, because I know you live in the south. (laughs) Look. In comparison to New York, it's the south, okay? I mean, it is the south, but I just, I'm being obnoxious. It's fine. You know I love. <laughs> I don't tell obnoxious people Brittany. It comes up in conversation. It comes up in conversation, but or they ask a question. Why did you do that? And otherwise, and that's adorably what it comes up with you. People be asking you questions, and you're like, "Well, <laughs> well, I had it. Here it is. <laughs> I had an employee, an, a new employee that I was uh, meeting with, and we were just talking and choosing. Why are you like, talking so quietly? I'm not, I'm sick. I'm actually not really sick. My voice has just been sounding like this for a week, but I'm totally fine. And this is the best it sounds in over a week. Um, it just, I'm trying to not cough. That's really what's happening. Okay. I'm not whispering because it's I think It's fine. I just feel like the, the decibel level went from like 120 when we were talking more Halloween. And oh. now you're talking about a coworker. Well, this, and I'm not angry like about 20. this. This is just a story. <laughs> I'm not passionate about it. It's just a story. Like okay. I was passionate about people being stupid. <laughs> I hate, oh, uh, <laughs> it makes, stupid people make me so angry. I think everyone agrees with that statement. No, they don't. Yes, because we do. Because if they did, there would not be stupid people. No, it is not. because the, the word stupid people, is that's an opinion you have towards people. No. I think we can Weren't use- you just say we need to be more compassionate? That is me being compassionate. I'm acknowledging <laughs> what uh, nobody else would like to acknowledge about you, that we need to acknowledge that you can learn to be better and smarter. It's not me being mean. Oh, okay. Just like I tell my kids all the time, it's sure. okay to say that somebody's dumb if they're dumb. Don't say it to their face, but it's okay for you to acknowledge this person is dumb and I can't be their friend because of this. That is okay. You just say, listen, I don't know that we can be, we're gonna be good friends and then move on. Okay, tell me your story. Anyway, meeting with an employee last week i think it was lovely conversation we we're just chit-chatting reviewing they're newer so we were reviewing their, their their most like recent like 90 days here we were just chit-chatting talking about some things or whatever it was, not, it was a nice chill conversation we did and at one point it always comes up people always ask how long have you been with the program you currently work for and so i tell them like when i started over six years ago i started this program then i went to this position for a school year and a half and i came back and then people say wow you've been here for the past two years did what were your thoughts on the previous year's class and I always tell them, I don't have an opinion on previous year's class. And they always go, well, why is that? And I didn't have to tell them. It's because I was out 
from the first, the entire first half of the school year. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I would work maybe 12 days from the time the kids came back that July until January, the end of January when I returned to work. Like I probably worked 12 days. Like I didn't work a whole lot. And so I'm like, so I didn't really get to know that class because the formative part where you develop those relationships, I wasn't there for. And so I missed out on all that stuff. And so I'm like, so yeah, you know, and they were just like, why were you out? Because people are nosy. They can't just leave it there. Right. Look, people want to know. You opened the door. I professionally responded to your question. I don't have an opinion because I wasn't here for the first half of the school year. And then people go, well, why weren't you there the first half of the school year? Why are you being nosy? But anyway, I answer the story. (laughs) Right. Answer the question. Because I don't mind talking about it because it is part of my life and part of my testimony. Right. So I was like, well, you know, like I was really sick. I was in and out of the hospital a lot. I ended up having to have surgery. And, you know, it just it just I wasn't really here because I was just so sick. I prime it that way and just leave it there, right? Because mm-hmm. not everybody wants to know. And I don't have to the tell whole you if story. you don't want to know the yeah. whole story. This employee wanted to know. Oh, no, you had surgery. What was wrong? And I was like, <laughs> whew, okay, here we go. And I was like, well, I had a liver transplant. Oh, no. Brittany, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is what it is. It happened. Mm-hmm. It, it was a deal. We dealt with it. Now we're on the other side of it. And, and now it's a past tense experience. I don't know what to tell you, right? I'm not going to go into these. She was just like, she kept asking questions. She was like, so you were like really sick? <sighs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Let me give you the abbreviated version. So oh my God. And talk about something else. But now that we're here, we're here. And I was like, and I didn't really have the time. That was also another thing. I was like, I didn't really have time, but I'm like, here we are. I'm going to just be late to my next meeting. We're just going to figure this out. I said, yes. I ended up having a liver transplant. I ended up working that first half of the school year. I've been sick for some time. I literally was like inches away from death. And then God just performed a miracle. And here I am sitting before you today. And if you don't believe in God, well... Here we are, <laughs> but I do. And he's the only reason why I'm still alive. That and the intelligence he gave people to create Big Pharma. Those two things combined. So I'm here today. We love Big Pharma. <laughs> Aside from those things, I wouldn't be here. So when I say I don't know that class, it's because literally I was fighting for my life. Like for the very breath that I'm breathing right now, I was fighting for that. This person starts crying. And I was like, what was, what was this? Why are you crying? First of all, you weren't here. <laughs> Also, why are you crying? That's so sad. Just the thought that I could never know you in life is so sad. And I was like, gosh, what is happening? So I was like, you know what? Don't cry. Thank Jesus. And you, if you don't know him, you should get to know him. Because I just feel like, you know, it's important mm-hmm. for you to do that. You mm-hmm. should learn that. She was just like, I mean, if that's what you believe, no. That's <sighs> what you should believe too. Um, and I have a limited amount of time to get you there. Oh because my gosh. Come December, your girl's trying to be out the door here. And so we got a limited amount of time. We putting that on the podcast. We put it on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been I've been gently telling people. I, I know. I just wasn't sure you were at that stage. Someone, Congratulations. Someone asked, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. All right, listeners, I'm leaving my job. <laughs> so go to another job that I don't know what that job is yet. No idea what that job because is. Because I haven't found that job yet. But we're praying for her to end up but in I'm Virginia. Praying for a job in Virginia. Steph's praying for Virginia. I'm praying for a job and a door to open up. Um, because in Virginia. This, this just isn't it anymore. Um, and someone asked me, someone at work was like, hey, can you work on this presentation for me in February? And I was like, I'll do it from Virginia. I was like, uh, February, that's not a good month for me. And they were like, really? And I was like, it's not. What about March? Mm. You know, anytime before December, like in December, we can do whatever you want to do after that. I don't know who you're going to be working with, but it ain't going to be me. Because <laughs> I'm hoping not to be here by that point. 
So I've been like telling people, but yes, I am looking for another job. In so Virginia. If y'all know of any jobs out there. In Virginia. Wherever. Virginia, <laughs> apparently. I don't. That's not God speaking Virginia. That's Steph speaking Virginia. <laughs> she knows what the mission, the goal is. If she wants me to move to Virginia, she needs to tell God to tell me to move to Virginia. I don't know what she's doing right now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just dropping hints so that our listeners that, you know, believe in God can also pray with me and partner with me in prayer for a job specifically designed for you to open up specifically in the state of Virginia. I, that's all. I think you should just say the names of the people that you specifically are hoping pray because that was oddly specific to just be a generic, like, Anybody who wants to pray who believes in Jesus but wants her to live in Virginia should pray that she lives in Virginia and all of these other things. I think there are specific people. You just need to say their names. I don't think it's specific people. I think the listeners as a whole will feel it in their heart. (laughs) (laughs) They will feel the move of the Holy Spirit. They will feel it and be convicted. And and they will say, yes, that would be good. Just think of how much more podcasting we can do if we're in the same state the lies you tell yourself (laughs) that lie and foolery is for all the people who have waited what what's it been like two months since we released an episode a month a month okay it feels like a lot longer than that though like (laughs) because we recorded in july you know just want to let them know like hey if Brittany lived closer we could potentially do this more. Also, you know, it's also just her job in general. But it has nothing to do with my life. Don't worry, guys. It's I'm not the problem. It is 100% her. She's 100% the problem. 100%. But it's fine. You want me to move, which is fine. Here's the thing, though. This is what I would say. I'm a very extroverted introvert. Yeah, you are. I mind my business <laughs> most of the time. A good story gets me. Every single time, it will never not. <laughs> I'm, I try to mind my business, but I'm a very extroverted person. And so if you know somebody that's just looking for somebody who's very charismatic, who's very welcoming, who just creates a safe space and brings a peace about them that just doesn't know what fear and danger is and you need them to get stuff done, but they're going to be gentle and kind to people about it. How about your girl? <laughs> because all of those things combined create the dynamic person that is me as an employee. And let me tell you, I'm a pretty good employee. You are. You're very I'm, dedicated. I am a I am a very good employee. You you showed up for those twelve days of work when you were sick. Mm. You'd be like, I just got out of the hospital. I'll be at work tomorrow. <laughs> two days later, you're back in the but hospital. I'd be back at work, but I'll be at work. <laughs> we working in between. But those days. two days in between the we're hospital between stays, it. you were at work. We working in between it. But no, I I am I am looking for a new job. That is reality. I'm looking for a new job. I'm looking to do some things different. Like, just be able to eat three meals a day and and get at least eight hours of sleep a night. And I'm excited about that for you because you know how much I love eating and sleeping. It's really just the eating for me at this point. I just, you say that till you start sleeping because on the days that you get to sleep, you sleep for like 16 hours And I wake up a brand new person. I'll be like, what is life, yo? <laughs> Let's do all the things. Why are y'all napping right now? Let's get going. It's, it's a brand new energy. It's a brand new energy. It is. Imagine if you got that every day. Mm. Be some good experiences. I'm just saying. I might have new friends. No, I like your friends now. I'm not. Oh, God. Why is everybody <laughs> here new friends meeting you're ditching your old friends? There's room for everybody. 
Not always. I mean, at not, some point, not, there's not room. Not everybody. You're going to run out of room at some point. Like, there's not room for everybody. Um, I do have... I'm going to be honest with you, though. And they're going to listen to this, and then they're going to text me after they listen to it, right? <laughs> I do have two friends that... Are they the two friends that we're seeing later today? They 100% are. Of course they are. Okay. That Go ahead, continue. I cannot tell you, and I'm telling you, not them, right? I'm telling you, Steph. It's okay. Saying, they get to hear okay. this and it's going to be life-giving for them. I cannot sure. tell you how blessed I am to have them in my life. Oh, I know. We've talked about it before, the but go ahead. You tell the podcast, fam. of laughter and silliness that exists that is like, it's, it's okay. It's just water. <laughs> Steph just dropped her water bottle on the floor and she just made this face like she just shattered a bunch of different things and it just fell on the carpet and it's just it, laying. There. I wasn't, I was, I was it's fine. Do you yeah. need me to get it for you? No, it's okay. Are you, I can get up and move. No, I'm good. Okay. She's also not going to move to get it. She's going to wait till we're done recording. <laughs> yes, which I means am. She's going to abruptly end our recording in like the next 60 seconds. No, she's going to get thirsty. We already have like 55 minutes though. So it's going to be soon. She's going to get thirsty. Um, but... <laughs> It it's <laughs> no. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just sitting here right now. No. So you said she's gonna get thirsty. <laughs> My brain. <laughs> I watched a video earlier. On she's literally t- on the verge of crying. She's laughing so hard right now. What is happening? <laughs> I watched a video earlier on Instagram. <laughs> You watched a video earlier on Instagram. And this this Christian couple was on, like, Instagram Live. Yeah. And this girl, the the wife was like, yeah, we're just going to Netflix and chill later. And he was like, what? I saw that. <laughs> and she didn't know what Netflix and chill and, meant. Yeah. And he was trying somehow, to explain to her. Yeah. He was like, no, that's not what you think. She was like. He was like, it's not what you think. And she was like, so sad. I know, guys, he's wrong. Tell him he's wrong. And everybody and was like. all the comments no, 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 he's were right. like, no, And she was right. like, I've been using that wrong all the time. <laughs> I saw She's that. like, I say I do that with my family. <laughs> <laughs> so he's. I'm waiting for the court. thirsty and my brain went to that video. Okay. <laughs> that's all. I'm sorry. Tell me about your friends. <laughs> You need to get yourself together. So, I mean, take all the time you need. I'm in no rush. We can just, like, cut out the audio of me laughing. It's fine. We will not. I've okay. not seen you laugh that hard since since the beginning of September. I have not seen you laugh that hard, and it just makes me happy. It just makes me very happy. Okay. Anyway. You won't be happy when I pee myself from laughing this hard. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Because I will still be dry. I'm in your house. I'm going to sell that couch. I don't understand. Oh I don't God. need them. Like, I'm selling them anyway. Anyways, so anyway. Okay, I'm, I'm, anyway. I'm good. Okay. Finish telling us about the joy and the laughter that you're We are back from bring. a brief intermission by Steph's uncontrollable <laughs> laughter. She's not going to be able to make it. There's so much drama. Anyway. I am good, though. I really am. Just ignore my face. The amount of genuine laughter, this combination goes hand in hand for me safety and silliness that exists in this friendship and in this group chat just brings me so much joy it brings me so much joy and we know that for me to be silly i have to feel safe that's like that you 100 percent will not be silly unless you not at all there are so many people who think that i'm so so serious yes (laughs) y'all 
And then they, when I meet them and they're like, she's so sweet. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't, I sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah. Cause I'm not gonna let you know. I'm be like, yeah, I am very serious. Don't listen to her. She's just a crackhead. Like, what? Mm-hmm. She doesn't know me. What? <laughs> but I am the silliest person. Like, it's, it's really a problem. But like, it's, it's just, it's been very refreshing and it really has been an answer to prayer because my job is so demanding, my time is incredibly limited, and I don't get the opportunity to be a good friend to people. What I feel like, I don't feel like I get an opportunity to be a good friend to people because I'm responding to text message days late, sometimes weeks late. Um, I You leave me a voicemail, it's gonna take you some time to get back to it. Like it's, that, that ain't even like false. Like you just watched my Margo Polo. Yes. I sent you like three weeks ago. She sent it to me October 3rd. I just watched it last night. 17 days while I was sitting on the couch next to her. yes 17 days like it I literally just get so behind in things and so it's just an answer to prayer to have people that I can laugh and joke with and hang out with but that it's also, are here yeah like and it's also the, the fact same, that they're here right. they're in the same community of yeah. work with you they get the work dynamic they get the they get the pressure of it at all and so it's just nice it's just nice because you wanted that for so long so long where you were like there's just nobody so here. long so long I think for a while, like I was, I'm gonna be honest, like, I was depressed for a while. Oh, you were? Yeah. Like, hands down, like, went to the doctor and got happy I'll pills. I'll be honest with you. I agree. Oh, I know. I went to the doctor and got happy pills because I was like, I cannot see. Well, and that's because you didn't have anybody here like exactly. that. And I did you not see. You hadn't created those friendships. You weren't open to those friendships. No, but can we understand why? Can I, you I mean, I, yes, 100%. <laughs> I was going to say something so reckless. Don't we've, say We've it. never <laughs> talked about that on the podcast. And so we are not going to talk about it on the podcast now. <laughs> but there are reasons why I was incredibly guarded with people at work. <laughs> Very concrete, substantial, appropriate reasons. <laughs> and so I just, it was interesting though. But one of the girls in there, in our friendship, um, in our little group chat, in our little group, we call, us, call ourselves the council. Um, one of the girls in the council, she was the, she was the one that pointed out to me, like, she's like, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm fine. And she was like, there is something wrong with you. What is it? And I'm like, nothing. I'm fine. And she was like, you're not fine. Like the bubbliness, the spark, Miss Energetic, Miss who's like, whatever you guys need, all of that is gone. Mm-hmm. She was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I am okay. She's like, you need to go see a doctor about that. When are you going to go see a therapist again? Maybe you need to go see a therapist and doctor at the same time. I, maybe lo- we can- I love when your friends tell you to go to therapy. Maybe we can do this back to back. Because I'm so used to you being the one to tell me to go to therapy still. Listen, I went to therapy today. I know you did. And I texted them while I was sitting in the lobby and I was like, I want to finally make the therapy. And they were just like, hey, Matt, calm down. It was not that bad. <laughs> it's been a crazy I couple just months. I it funny that we both have group chats with like the closest people in our lives. Yes. And like mine is called the management group and yours is called the council. It, it literally... It, it cracks me up. Do you know how serious... You know it's serious when I make a sticker about it. Like, I literally made council stickers. It's serious. Congratulations. For this friendship to end, somebody has to die. That's true. Reality is going to have to be two people. <laughs> Only one can survive from this. Oh my anyway, God. anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not a violent person, I promise. I'm going to warn them about this episode I later. promise. <laughs> I'm not a violent person, I promise. We talked about you guys. We co- recorded an episode today. <laughs> I promise, I'm not. But it is, it, they're, they're really, I think I'm finally at a place in my life, and this is just completely not Halloween related or Esther related or Jezebel related whatsoever, just related to life, right? I think I'm finally at a place where like there's that final wall that I had built like trying to protect myself from some things has finally mm-hmm. been dropped down. And it doesn't mean that I'm out here just recklessly, just rampant, running rampant and being crazy. But it, it feels free. 
You but feel I, free. I think I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, I'm safe to be me. Yeah. And I think I'm at, and more than just being safe to be me, I think I'm finally at a place where like my confidence is back in being me because the past three years, man, <laughs> it's been, it's been rough. There are days and I will admit that I'm finally here to acknowledge this. There are days where I sit down and I just think, how did I survive all of that? Like there are days where I'm I'm like, and not even just like the transplant thing, but like, no, all of it, the COVID, the divorce, the dying multiple, almost dying multiple times, the transplant, everything. Like there are days, the craziness that existed at work, all of it. There are days where I'm just like, how did one, like, how did I make it through this? Okay. Pause right there. Could we just plug in the, um, if y'all don't know, or if you haven't listened to the transplant episode scroll over and go listen to the transplant episode. Listen to the transplant episode, guys. Because you will just be so happy that <laughs> you did. Listen to the transplant episode. Cause the I just feel like we we keep talking about the transplant. No, we need true. to we need to plug that episode. And it's actually called For the people who haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. Go to back it. and listen to it. I actually think it's called the transplant journey. Yeah, probably. It has transplant in it, so you won't be able to... You won't have to guess. It's, it's like, the only one that has it? the word transplant You're going to be like, what is it? It's there. It's, it's there labeled. But I, it just... it's So I feel like I'm finally at a place where like I'm settled. Yeah. And I'm confident in just the different stages and evolution that my life has taken. That I'm just like, okay, I'm able to breathe. And then like I'm able just to be free to be me. And I think everyone who knows you and is around you can see that. Even in the midst of like... You trying to figure out what your next steps are like still trying (laughs) still don't know like yes there are days where you're like oh my god i need out what the hell is happening what am i doing where am i going i just want to know what's next yes like but i think that we all go through that when it's Mm -hmm. like time for transitions Mm -hmm. how you would have handled that two years ago compared to how you're handling it now is wholly completely different i don't know that i would have handled it two years ago I think I would have just ignored it. Like I would have done it, but I would have ignored the feelings, the pressure, the overwhelm, the thoughts and skated around the conversations around it. Yeah. Like I definitely would not have been transparent or vulnerable about like what I was going through with other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the difference now. I don't know what I'm going to do, but let me tell y'all something. I got a podcast that y'all listen to. That's actually really, I'm just the co-host. This is Steph's podcast, but she just lets me join it every week. Oh my God. So sometimes I'd like to say like, it's my podcast, but it's really her podcast. Um, at one point we'll tell you the story behind that but anyway because um, it's a really nice story to know how it's definitely yeah, and I mean it's really good to podcast. know that like it's actually Brittany's podcast it's so really we'll got, tell you all about the story it's really Steph's podcast and it's just beautiful <laughs> um, and so like I have a podcast um, I sell stickers like I legitimately sell stickers she also has a blog she just posted a new blog I did insight into my silliness it's titled applesauce soup <laughs> Which I disagree with, but it's Which fine. I honestly think that the more I think about it, I'm really kind of leaning towards the fact that it is. But anyway, anyway, it is what it is. But I'm just confident in things that I'm doing. I wrote a book, a journal, not a book, a journal. I wrote a self-guided journal. Like I'm just doing things that I would not have necessarily done before or I would have done them and never talked about them. And it's exciting. And the fact that I'm talking about them is like, it's guys, you don't even know. And it's only the start. And so I'm just, you know, freedom is nice. Freedom is nice. I want everybody to be free. So go subscribe to her blog, the Britney blog, Reluctantly Graceful. I was going to say the Britney blog is not what it's called. <laughs> I know. At all. <laughs> In my but brain. It's a nice ring to Look. it. <laughs> the Britney blog. 
I got to tell you a story after this. That okay. reminds me. I can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. It has to. It has to do with that. Um, that podcast story I told you about the. <laughs> never mind. We'll no, tell never you mind. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, go ahead. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, Looking forward to it. Go subscribe to her blog. Reluctantly graceful people. That's where all the things are held. That is true. You can go to the shop. You can order her journal. You can order custom cups. Um, yeah, all the Love things. The, the stickers. The there's, stickers. There's some apparel on there. Yeah, there is apparel on there right now. Sometimes it, it'll come down soon. Something it, else will go up. Something else will go up. Like you there's know, one there's sweatshirt. Something up there. There's one sweatshirt. So like every year, I make a sweatshirt and a sticker to celebrate the anniversary of my transplant. So go support Brittany's so side hustle. My side hustle. That she would like to, you know, continue to grow. I would grow their freedom. And then if you want to support me, you could just send me food. <laughs> this is now. I, I wasn't. I didn't know that was coming out. This is now the second time that you have started something, and I've been like, "Please don't say so, that." No, no, I'm not. I've been so excited. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. Oh my gosh, I'd be an awful person if I did that. Oh my god, I'm not. I'm not no, oh I gosh. know you wouldn't do that. But... You would have to kill me like now. This would be the end of everything. So anyway, this is the second time. Notice you have texted me something, and it has started out happy, and I've been like, yeah, oh, and then no. you've been like, and now we're going to go to the depths <laughs> of sadness in like two seconds, and you were like, and so you can go support, and I was like, oh, what are it's we supporting? It's all about the extremes. I was like, what are we supporting? Let's go. Let's support my girl. We haven't talked in a little bit. It's like, what is happening? What's going on? And then you were just like, send me food. Okay, that's just... <laughs> I mean, yes, I guess you could send I ain't got any side hustles going on right now. It's okay. We're going to help you dream. So it's just a thing. That's so my go thing right really now. just, you'll make me happy if you support her. Everybody needs to dream. Can I just say this? But I do thing? like to eat food, too. I mean, everybody so. needs to eat food. And I think people like to eat something that tastes good frequently. And so I think... That you liking to eat food is just kind of like everybody does type of a thing. It's but true. I, mean, I get it. Right now, Taco Bell's her favorite. So if you know you want to send your girl it's true. an electronic Taco Bell gift card, feel free to do that. Drop it in the inbox. I won't steal it. So I'm not too fond of Taco Bell. I mean, oh I like god. it, but like, you know, oh my god. not as much she does. Anyway, Anyways. either here or there. This is what I will say. I do want to say this. I've been thinking about this. And then we can end after this because I know you want to pick up your water bottle because you're thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't want to. I don't want to dehydrate you or anything. Oh, like that. thanks. Okay? I want to say this. Thank so. you for concerned, being concerned about my Absolutely. my hydration levels. This is what makes me such a good employee and friend. I want everybody to be hydrated. I want you to be happy and thrive. <laughs> that does not make me good employees. I oh yes, and if you know of anyway. any jobs in Virginia for Brittany, send them her way. Holla at your girl. She probably won't apply because she doesn't apply for the ones that I send her. But you know, at least she has options. <laughs> you are such a liar because you've not sent me a job in months. And the last one you sent me, hold on, let me, I just need to say this, hold on. Did you apply for any of the ones I sent I just need to say this. No, I didn't. Because Steph likes to find jobs that require like a doctorate and they're just like, but you do all these things now, so just apply for it. Yeah, I don't have nothing. I don't have anything higher than a bachelor's degree. She was like, does that really matter? Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. For for the jobs she sent me, it mattered because they were school district jobs. And it was like, you need to have credentials and certifications. I was like, I don't have any of this stuff. I just have a smart mouth. And common sense. I mean, there which are other is things more too. than a lot of people. There are other things that I have. I'm, I'm not just saying my talents and giftings like that. But so I don't. So if you find an appropriate job that I can apply for, I will apply for a job. Also, I gave you my Indeed information. Just apply for me. I don't know that you ever gave me the actual. Okay, well, I'll give it to you. Just apply. It is okay. I don't care. 
I was like, they call, I got an interview. You gave anyway. me all the different passwords. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back on track for just like 60 seconds. All right, seconds. cool. Like okay. all the way back to Halloween on track? Or... Yes. Okay, I'm going to connect it. Let's go on a journey. Okay. I'm going to connect Take it. me on a journey, let's Captain. Let's go on a journey. Buckle up. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> this is going to be the worst <laughs> podcast episode we've ever done. Because this is so I'm chaotic. I'm so glad that this is not a YouTube episode. This is so chaotic. Okay? This is one of those times it's we're, we should be happy that we're not doing it. Amen. Because we both. Because y'all don't want to see what we look like. Right we now. look a wreck right now. Anyway, <laughs> I will post. I will post that picture I took earlier today on the Instagram so people can see. Great. Anyway. You gotta wait till this goes live though to post. Yeah, it. yeah, no, no, yeah. I'll post them all the time. It's, good. it's unforgettable. <laughs> so unforgettable. Adam Sandler's sister. All right, saying. let's connect okay. the journey. Let's, let's go on the journey, Captain. Are you waiting? Take me on a, take me on a journey. Okay, let's go on a journey. Okay, all right. So we start out the episode talking about Halloween, and how oftentimes we talked about the need that people sometimes feel to do the thing that is popular, but to not do it because they know that it's wrong for whatever reason. So to get as close to the popular thing as possible without actually doing the thing so that you have plausible deniability that you didn't do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then we journeyed about the fact that the church, um, we talked about harvest night and that launched us to Esther. Mm -hmm. And I, and I made a statement that Esther was just like, what else do you like? I mean, there we go. And actually in reality, I'm thinking about it's probably just more like a stripper. Either way, it is what it is. I think a stripper is probably more accurate. Anyway, on all those things, and we launch and talk about prostitution and how people end up in these lifestyles that is not by choice, but the church doesn't know how to be kind to them and to treat them well. And then we talked about transplants. We talked about jobs. We talked about all the other things in between there. We told people to buy a sticker, a book, or a cup, maybe a t-shirt, maybe not, to send stuff food. We talked about all these things. (laughs) I think one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately And one of the the concepts that I've been playing around with is like this fact of dreams, right? Of like, and not just like you go to sleep, you close your eyes, you have a dream, but just no, like dreams that people dreams. have in their heart. They want to do things. I can they tell that's things. been a thing for you. And I've been really intrigued to figure out like, what is the thing that prevents people from stepping out into doing their dreams, into accomplishing their things, for reaching, for pursuing, for chasing, for all this, like for struggling in that tension of like, I mm-hmm. want to do this, but how do I do this? But I need to do this type mm-hmm. of a thing. And one of the things that I think has been a common theme that per what I've seen so far is shame. Because shame says that we are not good enough to do this. Shame says that we it's not the right time, that we're not prepared, we're not qualified, we don't have the money. Shame comes in and it prevents us and it puts this wall up of like, your dream isn't attainable and you sh- why would you think that you would have that dream? Because you shouldn't. Because look at da 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 right? Fill in the blank of what that is. And that really just makes my heart hurt for people. I feel like I, and the only reason I can feel like I'm there is because I feel like I've finally gotten to a point of like, didn't realize in some ways that that was what's holding me back from from accomplishing my dreams and stepping mm-hmm. out. Um, and I had to get away for a week and figure all that stuff out anyway. And so like, it just, it's just interesting to me. And so my, I'm going to end on the encouragement of like, don't allow the past to dictate what it is that you know in your heart that you're supposed to go after. Because at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody cares how many mistakes you've made. 
Nobody cares how many harvest parties you went to and you dressed up like the little boy, even though you're a grown woman. Oh my God. Nobody cares that you don't always pay your taxes on time. Nobody cares that you don't always tithe every Sunday. Like the thing is inside of you for a reason and it really isn't for you. But on the other side of that obedience and like fighting through that shame to pursue your dream, there's so many other people's lives that you're going to impact along the way. And I just really want people to chase their dream. Because there's so many people that are supposed to go along the journey with you. That was said you. so beautifully. Like there's people that are supposed to go along the journey with you that are impacted by the journey you go on. Yeah. Don't, don't like prevent them from doing what they need to do. Like from getting to where they need to get. From them being able to, to be inspired and be encouraged and to walk alongside that. And so I think that that's a common theme. Like Christians celebrate Halloween without celebrating Halloween because they're shameful because they want their kids to get bullied and then the guilt of them being bullied and what do you do with it? And you so like maybe we, person. so maybe we do an episode on shame soon. Oh, don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I just, I feel like this, this is a nice segue where we could do a shame episode next. I think we should. Cause you just, I feel like you're very passionate about this right now. You know, I am. I'm passionate in, about in a being calm passion. Okay, Siri. Okay, Siri, we didn't ask. Siri, you had never understood. You should have shame right now, Siri, for interrupting. Siri, for interrupting. Jeez. <laughs> I'm passionate for How people being dare free. Dare you not understand? I get that, though. You are very, like, this is the. There's two passions when it comes to Brittany. There is the Brittany that gets loud and is like, this is how it is. This is how. <laughs> Like, and then there's the soft, compassionate, passionate Brittany that we just experienced. We got to experience both in the last hour. Both. But, like, I do feel like that, like, the, there's not a one over the other. You know, Mm -hmm. it depends on the topic. It does. But I do, like, I do feel that you recently have been very passionate about, like, that idea of shame and people dreaming and having hope and all these things. And I mean, I know a lot of it's probably because of me, but it's okay. <laughs> In the worst way, because of me, I'm saying. Whoa. I knew exactly what no. you were saying. Whoa. <laughs> I just. I just. We'll, we'll discuss save that. that for the next episode. We'll discuss that when we stop recording this episode because, whoa. <laughs> this is what I will say, though. I think for the longest time I've had. And you and I have talked about it. We talked about it on the podcast. I've had this conversation with a lot of different people. Like for the longest time, I've had these um, these passions and like just a heart for people. Yeah. And a heart for like women and young women. And I don't like y'all. Um, nothing personal. <laughs> it's just y'all be doing the most. And it's true. I do the most too sometimes, but I try to contain it into a small corner so nobody has to experience the ripple effect of me doing the most. Because um, then it's the most. You try to contain it. That's news. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Anyway, it's good to Don't do that. <laughs> I just need to say right now, the record is Steph has made me uncomfortable. <laughs> the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my entire life on two separate instances and one of them happened today. And I just would like to say, I contained that response as appropriately as I could. So we know, and you know firsthand that I try to contain it. <laughs> anyway. I... And passionate about that. Like, I want people to be free. You do. And I didn't, I never fully had the words for that until recently. Like, I've been struggling with, like, what is it that I want to do? Where do I want to go? I'm about to make this career shift. Is it similar job in a different 
um, and more stable and consistent environment? Is it something drastically different? Do I want to be an executive assistant? Do I want to do start another career? Like, what do I want to do? And I think one of the things that that clarity that I gained when I came back from my students, I just want people to be free. And whatever I can do to help contribute to their pursuit of freedom, I want to do that. Yeah. And that's just where I'm at right now. I don't know what kind of job that looks like. At this point, I'm like, I'm going to be somebody's executive assistant and just call it a day. Not forever. Just for like 30 days, 60 days. To get myself settled. I'm going to do the job for a long time, but like just to get myself settled. Before I start to pursue some of the other things that I'm like, I really want to do these things. Yeah, because I think a lot of the... A lot of that desire you have doesn't need to be done in that 40-hour work week. No. And that's one of the things we've talked about is just that idea of right now your job is like 24-7, basically. It is. And so having a normal 40-hour week job would also still give you the space. To be able to do some of those things. To search and do those things. To help people chase freedom. That's really what it is. I just want people to chase freedom. Freedom from not, from feeling like you have to celebrate Halloween just so that you don't feel left out. Freedom from going to a harvest party. Like, what is this? Oh, my God. Shut up. Freedom from evangelizing to people on Halloween night. Light the night. Like, anyway. <laughs> Do you want to keep going? No, Name all other things, no, I'm too. Good. I'm good. Because I need to wash this face mask off my face because I feel like my face is starting to crack a little bit. I, I told you. You go leave that out there the whole time. Oh, we're going to do that. Well, okay. My skin better be. Y'all, she been sit lounging on this chair while we've recorded with a face mask on the whole time. Don't worry, I took a picture. I'm comfy. Ah, uh, you look comfy. I'm comfy. All right, let's wrap this episode up because we got things to do today. Oh, and you said I was gonna be the one that edited it. I specifically was like, I'm not gonna. I know that's why I did it for you because I knew you were trying your hardest, but in your eyes, you're just like. Shut this off. <laughs> My eyes are actually just saying, I think I have to pee. Right. So, so shut this off. <laughs> That's what you're saying. You're saying shut this off. And so I'm going to shut this down. Thanks for spending this weekend with us. Or not this weekend. What am I talking about? I'm losing my mind. I thank- mean, you guys can spend the weekend with us if you want. Thank you for listening to this episode and all the chaos of it. The next episode, Welcome we will, back. We we'll talk a little you. bit about Esther again. Because I got to flesh out my ideas about that. Yeah. I just, but. So, so Esther and. Shame might be next. Who knows? I think that it should be. We'll see where we go. We'll do it again. We'll catch y'all up in like a week or two. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. <sighs> At some point before the end of 2023. That's nice. Good. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.